Wait, where are we live at? Jokes. We're, <laughs> we're live from my purple bedroom. I am here with Hamilton-based artist, Paulo Leon. How are you doing today? I'm doing swell, sir. Thank you for having me. This is great. This is amazing. Paulo is our second guest and a good friend of mine who we met in university and both decided to drop out. Yes, simultaneously. <laughs> we were just like... In it to win it. In it to win it. Or in it to, in it to lose it. I don't, I don't know. It was good. Win or lose, one might win say. Win or lose, yeah. Win or lose. <laughs> uh, track. track by Paulo Leon. <laughs> but, um, um, we Paulo's got it. a new album out. Yeah. How, how are you doing with the album? How is it How are the, How is it going? Like, Are you still thinking about making music videos? or? Yeah, we're probably st- still in the, in the process of creating content for the album. Whack and Mo, God bless their souls. They're, they're still fucking cooking up whatever whether that be a lyric booklet that we have um currently in the works and some other stuff but in terms of how i feel about the album it's good people fuck with it is that your favorite is it the favorite one you've ever made would you say uh probably yeah 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 like blood sweat and tears That's a, <laughs> that one was a lot of work i mean i was i was there for the this is the first time I've ever been around somebody making music. That's so weird to like hear like the first drafts of the beats. Yeah. Of some yeah. of the beats. And then you, you really did hear the very first couple drafts of a lot of them, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. And so many hours of them just like like tinkering <laughs> with them for like months. Some of them yeah. it seemed like, like it's a journey. Definitely a journey. It seemed like to me at least. I was like Yeah, well that's how it was. Basically, context was like Ben would always pop up and i would always invite ben and other dog them uh to the uh my room in our residence at uh university mcmaster yeah and so i would just always be right <laughs> and so i like just doing my thing and and they would fucking graciously listen to my beats that like no one would ever listen to so nah bro that was that was an honor that was like the most fun part of university for me was when we would all go to your room uh, and get to listen to some unreleased tracks and and watch the process <laughs> with you and process, like yeah. zeke and guys like that yeah and sahil my roommate and sahil. shout out to sahil while we're at it yeah sahil's the goat fuck sahil, i hope you listen to this and i hope everything is well in kenya yes <laughs> or yeah in in wherever you are bro <laughs> wherever he is wherever you are bro uh, wherever he is i hope he's doing okay absolutely. so how'd you come up with the name i actually i don't even think i've ever asked you this partly stabilized partly curious is partly the stabilized. Name. yeah basically i was listening to uh jordan peterson podcast or like he was it was a lecture or something and he was explaining about, I'm really not going to do it justice, but basically he was kind of, he used that phrasing, partly stabilized, partly curious, in like a lesson of, uh, what is it, psychology, something about like when you're playing as like a child, in order for like the best development, it's best like when you're playing with like a, like a father figure, like a dad or someone, you're in uh an area where you're still like comfortable with your your dukes because you're kind of like it's your dukes but you're still kind of like play fighting him and like pushing the boundaries and because of that that that's apparently like a he said partly stabilized partly curious and then i just fucking i was in bed one morning list watching it and i was like oh fuck that kind of hits 
<laughs> no, it's, I feel like there's got like a lot of, there's a lot of uh, context that something like that could be applied. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems to evoke some kind of, you, clearly it means something. Yeah. But interesting. And well, the artwork. On the yeah. Who, that was, who, where'd you get that? That was um Sam uh, Cuff God, co-head of Xander, the the brand uh, that the Hamilton brand. Surely, um, if you're watching this, you you probably heard of him. Xander, not, of course, I've heard of Xander. Uh, of course, um, and so he took a photo and he posted on Instagram, and I was like, bro, that shit's fire, and it just spoke to me. Not to sound fucking corny, but I saw it and I was like, oh, like I, at that point, I already had the name of the album. I was just looking like either like whack-a-mole was gonna do it. and to be truthful whack-a-mole don't like that they don't like the art no <laughs> and whack-a-mole for uh, all of our thousands of loyal listeners are um two models they're models right models yeah model visionaries fashion creatives. models visionary creatives yeah hamilton based uh and what do you like what would you say your relationship to them is like are they like like they're friends, obviously, but are they, they're do friends, they kind of like yeah. manage you or not manage? manage but like... No, yeah, I'd say like manage like record. We always joke about like them being the record label. They always like push, make sure I'm like doing well and like, and well, primarily our first interaction as like a relationship was as like, yo, I heard your music. Can I just sit in in a studio session? So like, it wasn't like a homie that was just like, oh, yo, I have music and this thing. Let me show you. Cause really? like I did, I was kind of like iffy on showing my homies back in high school or whatever. I show my like my my dogs, um, my my tunes, but like never like that. And then they just honestly they just gas me up bare, and I, <laughs> so they just make my make me have the confidence to, to do it. But they're just friends as well. Yeah, you, that help with the process do artwork and shit. Two two twins, two twin models. It uh, adds two. to their appeal. Two beautiful black boys. <laughs> uh pause um but you were saying you back in high school you wouldn't let people listen to your music you were like were you, what were you insecure or not insecure but self-conscious <laughs> yeah definitely insecure self-conscious i did release it don't get me wrong in 2017 in like uh grade 11 i think i released something casablanca casablanca <laughs> which was all stuff that i made like in grade 9 and 10 and stuff Really? Yeah. No, it well, took you. It took you like a couple years to get yeah. the courage to put it out there. Yeah, yeah, it oh, did. Wow. Which, in retrospect, I should have just said fuck it and done it. Uh, you can't knock the like the way it goes. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's, I yeah. mean, in the end, I mean, putting out music at seventeen is still like that's better than most people can say. And and also like, I don't know. To me, that's interesting. I never would have imagined you as someone who was like nervous about like your like mm. showing like your creativity and like showing people who you are because when i when i met you last year it was like right off the bat it was just like you seemed so like outgoing and confident and like just not, not to gas you up but like uh i don't know you just seemed you seemed comfortable with like your with with your yeah, creativity stop. and showing people like you kind of just put like putting yourself out there i guess i would say yeah i felt like that was Definitely like a uni thing that men's were just like, okay, fuck it. You know, like, oh, new new year, new me. Yeah, like, I can yeah. go in. <laughs> I can go. Like, 
I'm sure you know of some people that like shed their like past selves and kind of just like yeah man and me yeah you're looking yeah. at one. Like everybody, <laughs> looking <does> out. <laughs> everybody goes and tries out their new personality yeah uh, and, when they move away and then fucking i met like-minded people with fucking they weren't kidding when they say you're gonna meet the dogs <laughs> oh yeah in, in, in university yeah most like, definitely i i had never I mean, obviously, you have everybody has different groups of friends and stuff, but I I never met people who were like as similar. Like we we shared similarities in ways like that I, ha- I hadn't shared with other people. Like just yeah. dr- driven, but like interested in like art and creativity, and I don't know, just chill fun, too. chill, bro. not just like fun. not like extra either. Yeah, no, not we, extra. It was just we hit it off, bro. We got it. Do you think that was because of how they sorted like the residents, like Matthew? Because we all took a a sur- uh, survey, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. We all did take have to take a survey. Uh, yeah. So, we we met in the, for context to our thousands of listeners, we yeah. we met in a um, the worst residence at McMaster University, um, and oh. we all just within the first week we all just like organically ran into each other and started hanging out. Like, yeah. it was very like, all of a sudden it was like we were friends. It wasn't like there was no like awkward. It was just stage. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, like, it was just thrown in the fires. I don't know what what it was, but which was which was good. I feel like everyone, not everyone. I don't know. When you say making friends, you just picture like two youths on like a playground. Here and you're like, hey, <laughs> yeah. want to be friends? Yeah. <laughs> and this shit just doesn't happen like so simple anymore. At least in in high school, you have like a good amount of, of dogs. But yeah, it was, I feel like whoa, what's up, gang? It's just like all right, what's good, homies? You know? Yeah, it was just yeah. like. We it felt like we no one had to say it. We were all just like on the same page kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot just, of we spent a lot of time together yeah, between yeah. classes, dicking around, dicking around during yeah. classes even. Because <laughs> even like we wouldn't even yeah during <laughs> we wouldn't even uh, have been in any like class. At least me personally, like all mm-hmm. all our other like friend group is like not humanities, <laughs> which was that oh. or what what I was studying. Oh yeah. Now we were both we were both in the humanities and decided it wasn't human enough. So yeah, we left. It wasn't for us. It was not for, <laughs> it was not for us. <laughs> How did you get started in music? Like what what made you did you do you remember making like a conscious decision like oh I'm going to start rapping or I'm going to start like what was that <laughs> like what age? Uh 13. 13. I feel like that's when I started like making beats. Uh, and that's when like rapping on the beats was a thing because i was a big fan of eminem who wasn't bro come on eminem. everyone was a fan of eminem i'll give you that and and i had like audacity on this shitty ass computer that i still have and then i remember just writing those really like provocative <laughs> like fast paced yeah fast paced rhymes yeah. and then i downloaded fl studio because gabe told me to start making beats for him that selfish prick Gabe but, Gabe is Paulo's brother for context to our yes, millions yes, my, of listeners. My older brother Gabe and yeah. and then yeah, because he told me I was like, all right, fuck, I'll make a beat. And then I guess I started compiling it all and realized like, yo, fuck, this is kind of fire. And then it really kind of kicked off. I probably uh mentioned this story, but Kayvon, the fucking <laughs> my dog. Kayvon. Um from Richmond Hill. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh he introduced me to like actually rapping on it because i went over to his house and we made a beat basically like it like how it all usually happens like he just kind of 
I don't know. Did you ever freestyle with your like homies like in none? Like never, at, bro. In at recess or like just no. fucking around? Nah, maybe to myself in the shower. I would like try and rap, but it yeah. was always horrible. But then I remember <laughs> we'd get around you. We'd just chill and just freestyle, or I would try and you guys would. But yeah, that's no, that's kind of crazy. So you would say you were about like. And how long did it take you to get good at making beats? Like, when did you start to be like, oh, these actually aren't bad? Because at the beginning, it's all like, it sounds like uh, it sounds like someone throwing pots and pans down yeah. the stairs or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just horrible. Probably, probably like, probably like a year in, it started sounding decent. I was always chopping up samples. So like, I had, a, I felt like I had a good ear always for looping and like, just finding little pockets on some Mad Lib, Mad Lib tip. Mad Lib, yes, sir. Yeah. The god of sampling. God, because he he's his philosophy is just like yo, I'm, I'm just a loop, I'm just a looper, like I'm a loop motherfucker. You know, really? That's, is that what he that's says? What he, he says loop, like he says the end. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, I'm the loop man. Like that's what he says. I'm the loop guy. And I feel like I was I took that. I was just like fuck it. Like you can make beats and just sample. Yeah, no, I think that's pretty much all that goes on. Like every time you mm -hmm. hear a good a beat, you're like, damn, this is nice. Like, yeah you the one who kind of showed me that it's like most of the time the sample is carrying the beat almost all yeah, the time almost but that's then, but even then that's i'm not saying that's not to knock it and say that it's not hard to chop up no sample. no no it's it's definitely definitely hard it, it's there's uh meth not meth i don't even know what the fuck i'm trying i'm talking about techniques there's techniques and shit yeah not i just youtube bro youtube is so fire <laughs> man gen z gang Bro, shout out to YouTube. If it wasn't for YouTube, I wouldn't even know how to be doing this right now. Oh, uh, absolutely. Like the amount of videos I've had to watch to learn the most arbitrary skill through YouTube. How Fuck to cook yeah. what's boil yeah. rice. I don't know. <laughs> how to put what's the most arbitrary out of out of all? Like what's the most just like fucked one that, that you remember? Like just where I'm like, why am I having to Google yeah. this? Yeah, why am <laughs> oh, I having man. to how how to something? How to Definitely like some cooking ones or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I'm always, I always get really nervous. Like when I'm fixing something too, or when I'm cooking, I get really nervous that I'm going to mess it up if I don't follow Just the like, step. By, like, even though it could be like yeah. super straightforward, like how to change the batteries in this fuck and you just you gotta get, i'm like, damn, I don't want to screw this up. And then double, I'm like, double, double check. yeah, exactly. Ain't nothing wrong. Nothing but yeah, wrong you mentioned Mad Lib and uh, immediately I thought of mf doom mf doom may he rest in peace rest in peace would you say he was an influence of yours or are you just like a fan of his definitely like an influence but in the latter end of the years like def 2016 2017 you know how apple cur curates like those playlists yeah of like what you're listening to and i think it was like 2016 what when i really started getting into doom and then that's when the production started getting more and more like hip hop y under underground kind right. of Kanye and Kanye too, obviously. Fuck. Kanye, yeah. number one number one influence. You think, <laughs> do you think he's the best of all time? Kanye West? Oh fuck. Kanye West is a rapper to all those who haven't heard of him. Kanye, yeah. Uh fuck. Honestly. 
just because he he doubled in the production too. He created so many beats for so many fire mandems. That's true. Definitely a main contender. I'd say top five. Top five. Yeah, top yeah, five. yeah. Top five. Who who would who would? I don't want to put you on the spot, <laughs> but do you have like a Mount Rushmore a, that you could the, name like four or five that you're like, and you don't even have to rank them, but who would be up there for you? Yeah, probably, obviously Kendrick. Really. Yeah, I'd say Kendrick is up there for me in my era, just because we were. Yeah. No, I think you're definitely right. I think when you're when it's happening, not to cut you off, but when I feel like when yeah. it's happening right now, it's sometimes hard to fully appreciate until like maybe when his career is over, you'll go like, "Holy like, shit, fuck, that guy was yeah. fucked." But yeah. yeah. So Bro, Kendrick. Kendrick. Uh, Jay Z, I'd say. These are all kind of like cliche answers though, like, but like they're cliche for a reason, you know, like they're so good. Anyways, yeah. um, I want to say logic jokes. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on, what? No, no, no. Uh, I'd Biracial. say, I'd say Kanye for me, just personally, in my and and MF Doom, maybe Earl. Damn. Yeah. Even feet of clay. Feet. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I didn't even listen to that. I listened to that like twice to be really? real. No, I, I couldn't. I don't know, man. I, I couldn't. I don't, couldn't I don't get know. Into it. <laughs> it was like, I like the reverse beat at the end. I don't know if you remember. Not East, right? Not East. Not East. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember them by, uh, by heart. But you know what's weird is I looked up like the Pitchfork review. Like, you know, Pitchfork? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what they say. It was like an eight point five or something. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" It was. I think it was higher than some rap songs. Even it might have been. Definitely. I'm like, who are these people? Like, who are these no, people? They've been breaking it on some of them. There's like, fuck, I forgot which one. I don't know. They some some whack ass reviews on there. Yeah. Though. Some of the reviews are just so brick. You're like, I don't, this doesn't even yeah. like. I don't know. That's. I feel like certain types of journalism like that are so easily skewed by like. <laughs> by Whoever's. Like, Whoever's like writing, I don't know. Yeah, especially when you're reviewing like some kind of like art. How are you really gonna like scale it from one to ten? Like I don't even know how you review something like that. Or yes. put a score on it. But there's always gonna be like that system of like ranking shit popular. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, it's not going That's such a cop out. It's just a cop out fucking sentence. There's always gonna be blah 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. blah blah. <laughs> Dude, we can't change it, man. It's always Dude, we, been this way. It's we just gotta let it happen. Let but it happen. You're you're not you're not wrong though. I mean I guess it's just a way of making it make sense. But some certain mm -hmm. things sometimes when people have to like put a mark on it. That's why like reviewers like Anthony Fantano, like the Yeah, Melon. Melon like I find he's overall like you're coming to him and he, he generally goes by the same criteria for almost everything. Like he's, yeah. he's pretty consistently. You're he's like, pretty good that way. Yep. You kind of know what he's going to give a project mm -hmm. generally. That's what I find. So generally, and then he goes and gives dark fantasy a fucking six or something. <laughs> okay, or yeah, five. That's, that's, <laughs> that's an exception. Yeah. That's, that's the one, the one brick. <laughs> yeah. Or one that's of a his. meme though. He's, he's a meme basically. He's I don't know good. how he gave that a six. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy for all those listening at home i don't i don't know i think it was in the mix that like really cheesed them for some reason why i don't i like like i from top to bottom it's not really like yeah it's a great album i haven't listened to it in a while just because i i had the 
you know when you just rinse an album for time yeah you just <laughs> yeah. listen to it like wait is that what you mean like just wait yeah. too many times yeah yeah no i definitely i do that with certain songs and then i have to find a new favorite song yeah. and i just listen to it on my ones like a hundred times in a row until i get tired of it <laughs> <laughs> i've been there bro so you got the um the new record label or what what do you and then you die and then you die record label tell us about uh, it. and then you die records that's the record label and we're also a creative well i just went into my spiel voice <laughs> uh, uh based in hamilton and we got some pocs on the team um whack and mo uh myself the beans bands just a an umbrella company that we can push creative ideas and whatever you want to create to make it legit you know is that what got you in the Hamilton Spectator? Was it you making the label or was it because of the album? It was a little bit of both. You're just making because waves. We were just making waves. Uh, and <laughs> That's sick, bro, man. I can't wait till, like, maybe not until. I don't know if it'll ever happen. But that's got to feel, feel good to, like, get some recognition for, like, that's because that's realistically. I know it's not, like, hard work maybe all the time. Yeah, that's still like five, six years of that you've been working on something. Yeah, that's that's very true, and it's like it's difficult to kind of like take that in and be like, and like live it, because not to be like, oh, women's are like, yo, that's fucking sick, and I'm like, yeah, right on. You know, I kind of like not brush it off, but like take it for advantage. I gotta be like, yo, like this is I actually worked for this and stuff. But oh, if yeah. some of some of that Im- imposter syndrome shit that that you mentioned earlier the quant uh quantified for me but like it's sick and like to look back and now gabe gabe is really honestly that the head of the operations the, the driving the driving force you're the, the driving fo- and yeah no, i'm just kidding gabe's talented too but i'm expression <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i get it bro but so but yeah that's a very interesting thing that like i feel like maybe I feel alone in a lot of the time, but obviously it's not just happening to me, but it makes you feel like it's hard to appreciate the journey mm. of like, you're, you're so like destination based that it's hard to just look back and be like, I'm way yeah. better than I was last year. For real. Yeah. Or like, would I be happy five years ago? If you find out this is where you like, you've gotten this much better and you're trying to get yeah. recognition and it's still growing. Like, wouldn't you be happy, but it's hard to like, you're just so like the next thing. Mm-hmm. destination like live moment to moment yeah destination based i fuck i fuck with how you said that like men's they're always just all right what's the next thing what's the next thing you you basically nailed it in terms of like chasing you're always chasing eh yeah exactly yeah it's hard to it's hard to like in comedy it's like you live like set to set like dated or like it's hard not to like you see the guys who've been doing it long enough have like context for it like it's a drop in the bucket like one set goes bad but it's hard not to live like day to day like like you're really on the ups and downs of it instead of just looking back and realizing like although it's ups and downs like the whole trajectory is generally going upward and yeah 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 little by little which is better than like stagnant exactly yeah so yeah. But it's definitely hard to appreciate, I feel like, especially when you consider that you've you've probably released well, you've released four albums, right? Four? Yeah, four four albums, four projects. Four projects, whatever you wanna mm-hmm. call them. And that's like probably would you say oh like upwards of fifty like sixty songs 
I don't know how many songs that is, but that's a lot. Yeah, of, definitely and, like 40 at least that are yeah. on and released officially. That's so yeah. fucked. I was thinking about that today, like the culmination of shit, like that are that are actually out there and available to listen. And then there's also kind of like the iceberg under, yeah. <laughs> which that's is the, just, yeah. It's like 40 of how many. That's the weird thing is like yeah. people, there's so much. I didn't realize like being like a fan of music that like being around and I'm sure everyone has a different process, but being around you, it's like there was there was like there's there's so many you're like this one's kind of come it's like one out of 10 like there's 10 for every 10 songs only like one will come out for every 10 yeah. things you start working on only like one of them might come out which is which is cool it's like writing to like they say free writing is the best because you're just like shitting out whatever you know yeah and it's one out of whatever is going to be is going to be good and i found out over the years that's how it works just from like gabe and honestly some of like the workshops i've done too with like hamilton youth poets like when i was younger mc rec shop right all just like yeah like who meld who molded me into like the poet because then i i started with the poetry too with the slam poetry back in like grade nine. Oh yeah right was that you yeah. started with in grade nine yeah in grade nine yeah damn <laughs> young young poet. think of yourself in grade nine right now <laughs> But I would not have had the confidence to start slam poetry when I was 14 what years I mean, old. I was, I was on one. I had no idea. I had so much, like, energy, bro. Yeah, I could I could see that. You're very, like, you're very, like, go, go, go. Like, I, you probably just needed outlets. But yeah. I think that's good that you were, like, seeking things out. Because I didn't have the, the balls to do that until, like, now. Like, I just spent my, all of my high school just, like, there also wasn't anything mm-hmm. where I lived unless you wanted to do, like, theater and I don't want to turn into a theater mandem. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really want to be in theater. Like theater boy. I probably honestly the thing is though, is I probably would have liked it. Like this weird part of me knows that like yeah. I just like like to perform and like to be on stage and, and yeah. whatever. And so like I probably would have liked it, but I just <laughs> all my friends were it was just not like it wasn't even never even crossed my mind. Yeah, like, it was something. They, are, yeah, it, it never even was like, man, maybe I should to try out or like when you when you saw it like around it never even piqued your interest no i I mean my parents Uh, were my parents kind of i think they recognized that i was like into that kind of thing in in a way that i never really knew because i also mm. i used to do when i was we're going way back now but when i was really young i used to take singing lessons yeah (laughs) when i was like (laughs) that's sick i was like probably eight eight to ten and i remember there was this i whenever you would go on stage to do the show, like sometimes it would be a group choir and there would be kind of like, it would always be like kind of a funny song, a Christmassy song. And I would always get like really into it. Like there was one that was called <laughs> singing a song called I got a cold in my nose. And yeah. I, would, I was wearing like, um, we were all in pajamas and singing a song. It was like, I got a cold. And I was like really hamming it up. I was like, I got a and apparently i don't remember but apparently everyone was laughing like look at the kid in the red and so they always yeah. kind of knew That's that that jokes. was something i should probably be doing and yeah, i never nice. even planned it once i was up there i just started like it just came, came over me bro yeah like, you had that feel <laughs> the force which is like feel out the, the the nose bro yeah i was feeling it like i, I like <laughs> i feel like it's just you were jazzing out i was living it i was living the cold in my nose <laughs> but yeah so and that and it, and it worked it radiated that energy that men's that people fed off of yeah well something like that and then 
obviously I quit. You just, you just quit and forgot about it. So I was going to ask you, like, did you regret like, um, not doing the, the drama stuff in high school, but then you just said like, you like didn't even think about it or didn't like. Part of me reg regrets it. Not because it's like, Oh, I regret not starting earlier. It's probably that I actually would have enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't yeah. regret it in the yeah, sense yeah. of like, man, I should have started doing this stuff earlier. It's like, I probably would have had fun doing it. But at the same time, I don't regret it because it's like we were saying earlier, it's like, you're kind of, you don't have a lot of like hindsight is 2020. You don't have a lot of choice yeah. in like your path and how you get to where you are. And it's, it, you don't really have any what's happened, happened like, yeah. to like what's happened. Like, it's like, okay, well, yeah. my yeah. perspective is my perspective. I am who just I gotta am. take it or leave it yeah you know and I mean I might maybe one day I'll I'll try stuff like that I mean I'm not I'm a lot more open to it now than I was then I yeah. mean like it's realizing that this is something that I'm really into there's that no, it's never too late with with anything no no absolutely not unless you want to join a youth theater then it's <laughs> too <laughs> then late it's, sometimes uh, then you're fucked but tell me about the spoken words what was what was that like? Did like were you like private about it? Were you like ashamed of it at all? Or like, and I'm not not to say that, but I I'm just saying that because I know I might have been a little bit like yeah. But yeah. I feel like you had more confidence and you owned like you owned what you were doing. But I was I think a part of me like deep down was a little like not ashamed, but like always wanted to like not like be like run some basketball or like run on the football team. I tried out for the football team in grade nine. Really? Yeah. And like, I went to like the first like, like tryout and I, I didn't go. My, I was just, my legs were fucked. The next day. <laughs> <laughs> like I could have, if I really wanted to. Yeah. But I was just like, fuck that. And I wonder like what, what would have happened if I went that like route. But yeah. a part of me was like, nah, I'm not kind of like embarrassed about it but also i think i brought like a different style to like what the cliche spoken word was and that was like my in to being open about it so i would do like performances at like the um, coffee houses in high school and like that garnered some just like people people liked it because it was different and like it was just, like some sappy bulls the one you heard the L bomb, you heard you heard the the one. Yeah, no, I, I I liked it, and I could see, I can hear it in how you rap now that it's like there's some influence. Yeah, for sure. But I think, I'll, sorry, go on. No, I was just gonna say a lot of that like Def Jam, Kanye kind of poetry, that like Lauren Hill style, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. I was gonna say though, like the thing that you you kind of like made me realize or helped me realize was that like when you do something like that, like a creative thing or a performance, like if you kind of own it, like people might try and like make fun of you at first and da da da. But if you really are doing it and like you own it and you go out and you try and you, a lot of the time people are more thankful that you're doing it than are impressed. Like I'm sure when you did yeah. at the coffee houses, people were like, yo, that was, like, that was sick. Trust. And I was like, whoa, like me kind of, I was nervous obviously, but after that first one, people like enjoyed it and gave me the confidence to, to be like, whoa, like, people in, enjoy and i think that's kind of like not to go off on slam poetry but I, it's super like poetry is mad uh, just a, a way of of expressing and like it's surprising how many people uh empathize and resonates resonate yes thank you for with with that yeah oh no i i could definitely see that it's also i think most of the time people who 
who would try and make you feel some type of way. I don't even know what that happened to you, but like a lot of the time, most people just wish they could do it. Like it mm. is like, it is coming from a place of like, most people wish they had like the courage to try something like that. If they are, like, if they're hating on it, I feel like, but that's cool though. Like, I feel like that's definitely, do you feel like it's influenced your music? Yeah. Yeah. Probably just the writing aspect. Yeah. I feel like it's made it, it's made me a lot more abstract in my writing. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I could see that. In terms of like, I'm not like always direct and that's like, can it can be like a double-edged sword too. Right. Because then it like goes over man's head or like, what is this guy? This guy just, what is he saying? Which is cool. <laughs> then I can be like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, But yeah, fuck, I was going to say something else. I don't forget. I didn't forget. We'll get back to it. But yeah no I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> these Fuck. zoom these zoom conferences bro it's it's hard to get the cues sometimes yeah it's 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 cool it's like i have like minor minor aspect. like i feel like i'm on the spectrum when I'm on zoom. yeah i'm on this <laughs> Yo, that's i'm like i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> just like, a little off not i'm, I'm coherent enough i'm just just a little yeah. off man. you're like aware but you're like <laughs> i'm like is that the cue <laughs> <laughs> that must be how it feels like you you kind of like you can you know yeah maybe but you just don't know how to how I'm to like, jump in there when when to when's the green light turning on man I know. And I feel like in person, like, I, I feel like I, I don't really struggle with that ever. Like, when do I talk? Like, I kind of nah, just wait like, my turn and I know, let it like, happen. But over Zoom, it's so hard. <laughs> and then it's, it's like, so... everyone's like, what? What was that? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The worst is when you're with like a collective and they're all just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you are you doing that um, s- slam poetry over Zoom? Like, are you teaching it? Or yeah. Is that, is that happening? Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be still happening. Um, which is exciting and also kind of like how the fuck is this gonna <laughs> like I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the spectrum when I'm doing it you know yeah. so it's a foreign territory <laughs> my oh. poetry on the spectrum uh oh, fuck. <laughs> there's definitely just some natural that just that's normal oh it's definitely normal I feel like <laughs> you don't people say this and until I got on Zoom, I didn't believe it. But they say that, like, what? What is it? Like, seventy percent of communication is nonverbal. Well, like, for real. Or maybe not yeah. seventy, but like a really yeah. high percentage. It's a high percentage, yeah. And if you actually think about like how you're when you're talking to someone in person, how you're reacting and like what how you choose yeah. your responses is based off of a lot more like their energy and how yeah, they're vibe, things. not really what they're saying. Yeah, their yeah. their vibe, quote yeah. unquote so and over zoom it's just there's none it's just out the window it's <laughs> just like all right there's no uh, like timing um well i i just imagine like even being like teaching that in the classroom how it's going to be the dynamic wise because i haven't experienced the zoom classroom even as a student i would jokes maybe like for a little bit but like in close contact with people you don't know so is that like is this going well for you <laughs> start like <laughs> in, in zoom like interactions and like fuck it's not bad i mean i've already pretty much decided that if it's online next year i i don't think i'm gonna do it just because i want to gra- i, I want to graduate with um having done it in person but it's just like certain things cannot be done over zoom especially like like 
improv yeah, yeah. is like so <laughs> hard to do over Zoom. Like, because it's all about apparently, I don't know much about it, but apparently it's all about like eye contact and like being there for you. And it's like you're reading their cues and yeah. when to talk and when not to talk. And it's, just, <laughs> it's like an elevated interaction. So it's like so, so hard to do that's over the, like, the internet. I don't, I think uh, that's the right decision. Yeah. Uh, I, just I just want to get back out to the clubs. That's all I. The, oh, bro, the clubs are fiending me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing that Suba. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean the comedy clubs, but. Oh, right, and bro. the comedy clubs. Well, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be one of the first things to go back. Do you reckon? I think there's, there's like a weird, like, you wouldn't think it because I would never. I would have never, I would probably wouldn't really go that much if it wasn't for me doing it stand up. Yeah. But there's actually like, it seems like there's an audience for it. Like almost a lot of places, especially even during the pandemic, I would say almost especially during the pandemic. Like it kind of went up. Yeah. It's like people are just looking for something to do and to escape them from this hellish yeah. facade of a life. <laughs> this demonish character Existence. shell that they're living in. Yeah. I have, um, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, I wrote down some questions because I never know if I'm going to need them. Um, yeah. I just thought questions, this would be a funny one to ask. Questions you. are good. <laughs> questions are good in an interview, I find. Um, do you have any music you regret making <coughs> or putting out? Do I have any music that I regret putting out? Uh, maybe, maybe you. Really? Yeah. Because I just think it's not mixed as well. The vocals are just all right. It's just like, I don't know. But I, I appreciate what that did for me, like singing wise. And You wanted to make it. I wanted to make it, yeah. I was on acid when I did it. So <laughs> I, it needed it needed to be happen. It, it needed to happen. to happen, huh? No, that's that's fair. I mean, so you wouldn't say maybe you regret it, but. Uh, yeah, I don't honestly, no, I don't regret it. I don't think I regret anything that I put out. That's Maybe like there's there's some cringe moments where I'm just like, ooh, <laughs> and like I just pause it or like don't listen to it. But you don't regret having done it, and you wouldn't change it. You would never like take it off. Nah, I never changed it. Like I, I know, like that's how I wanted it in that specific moment in time, and like it'll always it'll always be like, oh, that's like that one that one moment in fucking. 2017 when i was rapping about the party and like i I remember it's cool because it's like it's like almost photographic like i remember like recording that bar or, or like writing it and it's 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 pretty sweet actually i like that song what's is it that song just called the party ah uh, fuck oh, what's it called again what's it called it's something with the party or the neighbors the neighbors yeah at oh, least the yeah. one that i'm thinking about the one that i'm thinking about yeah the party i think we're thinking of the same one you know what song i wanted to use as intro music for this or i want to get it uh yeah i was listening to a few um the one i don't know what it's called but red brick on the house i know what's that one called is it mario's son or mario's kid yeah mario's kid that's a banger but fuck, bro. I was gonna, th- I was gonna shoot you a text and be like, "Yo, the only one that I don't have, like instrumental wise, yeah, is that one. Are I have you the the waves of it. Like I have like the raw. You know how you can like export just the the master. So I have yes. the instrumental, but I don't have all the <laughs> all the fucking. I have it. I'm just 
I thought I didn't. I wouldn't even maybe even need an instrumental. I would I could just play it. Like I don't really oh, banger. I don't care, but like, I gotta figure that out. This this podcast needs to have some improvements in production. It just needs to get better, man. It needs yeah. to get better. I will say that. But you know what? I, I also I just realized, man, you just gotta Let I was just happen, sitting though. around just like thinking of a million reasons why I shouldn't start mm. just recording it. And then I'm like, go if you go back to our competitor Joe Rogan's first podcast. <laughs> He's just two dudes. <laughs> yeah, they're just two dudes Once on like over the here. dirtiest couch ever uh, with the mics like this, and this, the camera's horrible. And we don't like to plug the competition, but we don't. <laughs> we don't like to plug the competition here on Joe. Who? Joe. Joe. I don't even know. <laughs> Some bald <laughs> bastard. Some bald bastard. He wishes he could be on. Is anybody out there? But. We don't have, we won't have them. Yeah, <laughs> but Fuck that guy. Yeah, if you look at like the improvement, I just realized I was like, you might as well just start recording it and yeah. then like find your footing. Like it's not going to be perfect. You Gary Veed yourself. That's what that's what you're telling me. <laughs> Is that what Gary V does? <laughs> nah, he, he just has a tendency to be like, yo, like you're not doing anything right now, so yeah, pick it up and work. Take Hard problem. work. Is it? <laughs> oh, I'm buying the Jets. <laughs> He's like. I'm buying the Jets. Hey, buddy. Look at me. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, you got to read 200 pages a day. You start. You work for nothing. You work for nothing for five years. You work day and night. 76-hour weeks and selling then you wine. Check the, and then you check the Facebook market page. <laughs> and then you see what's going on with Pokemon cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, $20. $15 cards. You have 50 cards. Profit. Profit. Immediate profit. One year from now, they'll be worth $16. Immediate profit. <laughs> Fuck. Now we're going into like uh Wolf of Wall Street. What's his what's the man's name? Belfort. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know what Belfort. Gary V sounds like to be honest. I don't really listen to him. All I know is he wants to buy the Jets. Jets. I don't he, know what is he, he sounds like. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he has a where are the Jets from? New York. He's from New York. Yeah. So New York accent, something like that. I don't really I can't do a Gary V impression. I gotta I, I'll look into it. I bet I could figure it out. Yeah, I bet you could do it. I, man, I, what do you think of impressions? Do you think that they're funny? Or do you think, I think it's kind that, of like a bit of a lost art in some ways. Like if you go back to the 19, like eighties yeah. and nineties, people would like in their act would be like, this is my impression of Dean, X. Dean Martin or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, okay. And people like, I don't know. It's kind of, I feel like nowadays everybody's sort of doing the same thing. A lot of the time people, yeah. will, I don't know. I think like, it just has to be good and not many people are good at it, you know, like, yeah, do it, but it just has to be good. You know? Yeah. I, I saw an article on Jim Carrey's impression of uh, Biden and some people were like, he was getting flack for it or some shit. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm just like, I don't know. Like, is the it good? Point. Is it bad? It's a, it's an impression, you know, like, it's yeah, awesome. but it's, yeah. Even that term, like impression, it's not even like, impersonation it's like an impression like what's the impression this person gives you not like this is joe biden it's like yeah. a first impression like they pick up a few ticks of his yeah you know what i mean like, i don't know like what that there's a whole art style of impression like yeah. impressionism or impressionism like, like as like the like like paintings you know what i mean like whoa. it's like what is this impre like the impression the of this field impression. whoa okay so it's not saying this is like to me, I don't think of like, oh, that's literally he's trying An to nail Joe Biden to a team. Yeah. It's like he's doing Joe Biden like 
just a few a of version, his mannerisms. Or a like, version of him, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's important. That's an important, like, distinction. And even then, like, often, I think really, really good impressions are almost not funny. Well, you reckon? Why? I, just because it's too similar? If it's too good and it's too... <laughs> then like it's not an impression really like a like you know what i mean it's almost like yeah. it's too it's just too close to the real thing that like, people will clap but they won't laugh fuck they'll just <laughs> that is true because the it's like acting mm-hmm. it's like okay yeah it's like you it was a great bit of acting you just did yeah <laughs> that's yeah. a great jack nicholson and a few good men think of something new to say what's it like working with your brother it's great he's like the only man i can really work with who understands my dynamic and he keeps me in check because i can't bs the man (laughs) yeah he knows when you're yeah he knows when i'm bsing when you just don't want to do something or you're coming up with excuses yeah i tend to do that put things off like everybody really but like with the boss you can't like you know i'll find a way to like Man, not manipulate but you know <laughs> i know what you mean like to be avoid like yo, it. yeah avoid it or whatever and especially it's good for this because it's really important and like i shouldn't be taking any loopholes and i shouldn't be and like we just ma- maintain that honesty as brothers and friendship too and i think we we know where to like draw the line as well of like because of that we just know each other so well it's not i think i'm pretty blessed to have that relationship with with him to like work with him and still maintain that good time energy and and like when we're working sometimes it feels like we're working for me but like most times it's like it's fun right yeah 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 and what you have anything on the horizon coming up any any projects or things you're working on i mean you you told me about the uh lyric book lyric book i got the the new um ep new album i'd say coming coming together already uh, already yeah well didn't you have you heard some yeah you, you sent you sent me some some of the songs but it's already yeah like, he sent me yeah yeah do you have like a is there even like a timeline for it yet or a name or is it just like not just a name music? not ma- just making music honestly going back to what we were just saying before of like just creating whether that be good or bad honestly like it i'm, I'm realizing it's coming in in like waves um because I'm just unmotivated. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, when it hits, it hits. And then, like, when it's not hitting, it's not hitting. Oh, yeah. I think that's the thing about, like, when you're making anything is like, mm-hmm. like, uh, Larry David, his big thing is carry around. He carries around, and for a lot of people, they, this isn't like unique, but he carries around yeah. a notebook at all times. So, whenever, yeah. whenever something happens for like curb, he like writes it down. Yeah. Fire. And it's just like you don't know when it's gonna happen. You just have to be. It's sort of. It's you don't have a lot of control it. over over yeah. when yeah. ideas come to you. Yeah, you gotta live it and, and experience it to for it to come to fruition. You know. Oh if yeah. If you like, if you just like, I don't know. We were looking. Fuck, what comedian was it? It was this gay comic. Um, Tim Dillon. Let me see. Let me see. Gay Tim comic. Dillon. It was on masterclass. He has a masterclass. Steve Martin. Uh, Jude Ap- no. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Fuck. 
He's a master class. Is it Judd? No, it's I don't not think Judd's gay. I'm just naming comedians with master no. classes. No, he definitely has a master class. So, anyways, he was saying the exact same thing. Like, carry out a notebook, and like most of his jokes or most of his stories come from Sedaris. That's probably who it David is. Sedaris. He's the writer. David, yeah, Dave, yeah, David Sedaris. Yeah, he's yes. a good writer. He's really funny. How do you spell his last name? Z? S S E D A R I S. I think David said. You have master class. Did that just make a noise for you, my computer? No, no, no. Uh, I had it from Hype. The we we took like a lesson from from this guy. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like I I I like what what he was saying. I found it pretty insightful. Yeah, no, he's he's a he, he writes like these really funny short stories. He's had a pretty crazy life, but yeah, it's definitely I, like something you have to foster. Like no one's born with any of those skills, which is especially in the. I, I've back to that thing we were talking about earlier with you, like for every 10 songs one of them becomes a song i don't think people realize that that a lot of it is just like actual output like there is almost an equation for it it's like if you yeah. write this many jokes one will be good one yeah it's like math bro it's numbers yeah it's a weird thing where it's like i don't think people realize that it's like how much of it is just throwing shit at the wall until like something Waiting, is good yeah until it sticks or bounces back or some shit like that yeah which is which is i don't know it's it's work i think yeah people think it'll just at least i thought it was just like okay like this one song that i work on is going to be lit mm -hmm. and then it's like nah like that one song that i sent you i don't know if that's going to be but going to be on it or it'll probably turn into something different or the mix is off or whatever right and a what? lot of it sorry no 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 you go on on the spectrum uh, uh <laughs> a lot of it is just uh like giving myself the break like you ever give yourself a break to like look at a joke or like you remember the joke after and it's like kind of different than y you remember it like like finding time to go like letting something sit and simmer for a while yeah simmer uh, yeah you come back to it definitely yeah sometimes it's just a premise i mm. and honestly i've been finding it kind of hard to like and i think you and, and i don't think anyone ever really nails it but like you get closer and closer to what your process is for like your most efficient way to produce or effective for me. Like I write notes in my phone and then I write, I, on my computer, I'll have like a, I have like a free writing thread. Yeah. I have like a, a workshop and I have like a joke journal. It's all like, it's not very organized. And then I also write by hand sometimes just depending yeah. on how I feel. And it's like, it feels like a bit, like I'm a bit scattered sometimes. <laughs> it's hard to like, figure like out that. how to I do this i like that feeling though yeah it's there's like something to it i think yeah. juggling like it, it makes me feel like like that that artist like the classic like artist scattered yeah. brain but the like mad artist the madman yeah, yeah but there's a method to it yeah it literally is it feels a little bit like madness sometimes i wish i could just be like my all of my jokes aren't here mm. or all of but then you also need time to like you said like free write and like really sort of have there's like levels to it like there's like the really raw shit that you're writing down and then there's like you refine yeah. it and then you refine it some more like in here it's like literally just like observations most of the time yeah yeah like you'll just see something or you'll I'll think of something and i'll write Fucking 40 words on on it quickly yeah. in the notes but all of I them can... are bad so it doesn't matter <laughs> so it's just zero it's good still, jokes but it's out there bro yeah like, it's like a, it's like a um, slot machine you know 
It's just pushing out the poo-poo ones until the one hits, you know? <laughs> it's got to push out the poo-poo ones first for for it to... That was a poor analogy. I think I get the point, though. Slot machines and poo um, jokes. And producing um, content, basically. It's just... Yeah, I feel I feel like it's a bit disheartening to, like... <laughs> I don't know if you found this over this like pandemic slash lockdown. Like, have you found it a little harder to get creative sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing like, going on. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's, uh, it's just like depressing, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like it's, it's just, yeah. People just want it to be over. I feel like it's just, it's hard. And maybe it's different for music because I think, you can kind of do music on your own in a way like Mm. it's a lot more like personal but for like trying to write like jokes and or like bits or whatever yeah that's kind of have to be put on stage before they're worth anything like you have to you have to like say it try them out and and see what the reaction is before they because you could you could work on one bit forever and then it goes up and it's just horrible especially at the stage i'm at it's like yeah it could just suck Yo, have you ever tried going on Omegle and like trying some of your jokes on Omegle? Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I've I've done some, not even some. I think I've done one, and I really, I don't know. It's they're a bit yeah. disheartening. But the Zoom open mics. Oh no, I've never heard of them. <laughs> Count yourself to be lucky. I mean, yeah. shout out to everybody who does them and puts them on. Like it's people are still trying, but to me, it's like. I did one and I, I, I just, you can't tell if you're really bombing or doing well. Like it's a lot of like, cause you'll say a joke and then instead of waiting for three <laughs> seconds, you have to wait like six. Cause it's like mm. lags over to them. They laugh, lags back. And like it's, it's <laughs> you receive it. What the yeah. And the, all, all the time, it's just the person standing like this. Like, do they have a mic? Yeah. Or some people do. Some people just yeah. sit here like this. Yeah. Like right into the camera with <laughs> yeah. no mic. And you're yeah. like, just like, Hey, Ugh. fuck. So it's well, a how, tough one. How long ago was that? That first, or not? Was that your first open mic on Zoom? Yeah, first and last. I might, I might start doing them. I don't know. I'm getting a little desperate, but I I did one a couple months ago, <laughs> and it was just yeah. like because when Toronto went into lockdown, there's this guy who goes to Humber as well. Shout out to Evan, who runs one, and he does he does they do a good job of it. It's just it's hard to even. It's kind of hard to be an audience member slash participant. Like it's yeah. a, it's a lot more tiring and taxing than like a real show. Fair, fair, yeah. You're like at a real a, a good show, like the the comedian should like, in theory, put you kind of at ease in a way. Yeah, like be you relaxed. Should, yeah, you should feel like you don't have to do anything. But in these, you kind of it's like my face is right there. Like my face is the same size as the comedian, so it's like <laughs> I kind of need to laugh. Yeah, you know what I mean? The dynamic is completely changed because you're not an audience member anymore. You're kind of yeah part of this screen thing yeah and it's just it's on zoom it's just hard and so that's kind of like it's a hard one it doesn't translate very well to many other things except for like live i think that's the whole thing about it that makes it so like special and fun is that it's like it the best you'll ever see is environment yeah not on youtube or on tv it's like when you're there it's like a whole different thing who's the best comedian you've seen live uh, Louis C.K. probably. Louis C.K. Yeah. yeah. The I mean, goat. For his latest, right? His latest special, yeah. And when I saw him live, I was like, holy shit. Or 
there's a really funny guy named Nate Bergazzi. Have you heard of him? Maybe. Nah, I'm young you in should, the game. You could check him out. He's he's like he actually works completely clean, but so funny. And I saw him see. Yeah, two years see. ago. In a two theater. years ago? He has a special on Netflix called The Tennessee Kid. Pretty Fair it's enough. like really like clean, but it's like very he's super funny. On some Seinfeld tip? No, he's like a storyteller. Oh really okay. dry. Really super dry, but super hilarious. So he them two would probably be the top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a weird art form that way, and it makes it front like I, over this pandemic, everybody's just so like depressed. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. There's not. That's why I'm. This is something to like. It's not stand up at all, but it's like doing something. It's, it's, yeah, it's doing something. It's content. It's an it's outlet. Outlet. Shit. Yeah. You should just join a slam poetry team, man. <laughs> Bro, I I'll try some slam poetry. Fuck I feel it, like man. I could. I feel like I could write a slam poem yeah slam poetry <laughs> synthy uh yeah. everyone always does that one there was uh <laughs> it was so funny because my the coach for the slam poetry team her name was cynthia so like people would it was a it was a little joke and <laughs> our and our team so you haven't actually started it yet the what teaching Nah, nah, not yet. Officially, no. We're just getting trained right now, and because you, you have to get trained. <laughs> when is it starting then? Hopefully February. February. Okay, yeah, for all of February, our young, March. for all of our young listeners out there, um, please join Paula Leon's Youth Slam Poetry Group. <laughs> yes, the Hamilton Youth Poets. Here, no. <laughs> I'm going to actually, I don't know if that I've, I've been dropping so many F-bombs in this and just radical <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> anything on the, anything on the books today? Nah, anything on the books? No, nothing on the books. Um, I had Bree over earlier. We're just vibing out. Chilling. I love to see it. Young love flourishing. Young love, absolutely flourishing. <laughs> So uh-huh. how would you how would you describe your process? And did you would you do you feel like how did you yeah. find it? And do you feel like it's perfect? It's definitely not not perfect, but some foggy shape silhouette of of the the process is there though. It's like uh very water tea <laughs> because like i know where to go and it just takes a lot longer for me nowadays cuz it's like marinating i think that's a big part of it now you're letting things get, sit yeah but like i'm having gripes because i'm like yo should i let this sit or should i just like make it be happy with it in the moment and just like let it go i don't know i feel like i'm kind of like going in circles with with this question but it's a sort of a weird thing i don't know if it's like that for music but like for all those things we just we've just said about like you have to like let things be and stuff blah blah blah. but it's like at the same time you also have to be like i don't know if it's the same for music but you also have to be a little bit like well no i do have to force myself a little bit and then it will come like you do have it is still like work in that sense sometimes we're like Exactly. I don't necessarily feel like it, but I need to practice. And then, and I've definitely had that moment where 
I'm not feeling it. And then a fire beat or like a fire idea comes out of that. Exactly. So yeah. it's, that's the most like yeah. frustrating part is that it's like, there almost is no answer to like how this shit, like how shit happens. You just I have think, to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep David, going. I think it was David Finch. who was like, I greet writer's block with like welcome arms or some shit. And like, Whoa. you gotta like live it, <laughs> you know, like you have yeah. writer's block. Good. <laughs> like something fire is going to come out of that. Like after just like write it out, I guess. But is that like a, I don't know. What do you do for writer's block? I just force myself to do yeah. something. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes if I get tired of like trying to tinker with a, something, like I'll just pick a subject and just force myself to, mm. I'll write well, a few pages on, like, I'll just be like ghosts and just like, <laughs> think of, like, what do I think about ghosts? Whoa, that's actually pretty cool, bro. I don't know. It's not like, and it's like, I don't know, it might be horrible, but then that'll maybe get the ball rolling. Like, I find yeah. sometimes when you do get into, like, a good sp- – you just have to, like, find a way to get into a good space. And sometimes it's not always easy. Yeah, like, I wrote some yeah. shit about ghosts. I don't even know what I said. Or about, like – Yeah, anything. Random. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. There's no sometimes rhyme I'll, or reason. Yeah, sometimes I'll write, like, really, like, raunchy shit, bro. really like what do you mean (laughs) just like just like um like shit like that's repressed (laughs) that just like you know just the casual just anti-semitism or like the the racist like random deep like that the fucking what's the ego and you know just the id id super just like some yeah i could see that like some radical stuff just the weird shit and it's like you don't even necessarily like believe yeah not a believe or like yabba dabba do something just like but you just just you just like let yourself like get like angry at the page yeah just get weird you know like like what i'm writing it's coming from me but it just i'm just channeling like what's going on in the universe not even in the universe i'm high i get it i get it i get it that's that's interesting I mean, what do you feel that does for you? It just kind of makes me more like more safe from like what I'm saying myself. You know, like I know that like so much things can be said worse than what I am perceiving as like not wanting to say like, oh, if I want to like talk about my parents or whatever, get like a little weird, get a little angsty. There's so much worse that has been said and has been like I could go. So like I shouldn't worry about like – getting weird singing a high note or singing a something like that i think that's where i'm coming from whoa that's that's super interesting so you mean you almost test your limits to find like a medium or to be okay with something is that what you're saying i guess i don't know like if that if yeah yeah like you mean you'll write something super like depraved and dark and weird depressing and dark and like i want to kill my like yeah yeah. legit because like it's i don't know everyone has you know everyone has those deep dark thoughts or whatever oh yeah if you everyone does yeah and like say you don't you know when you're like cheese at your parents as a kid and you're like you just go in your room and just like fuck you mom or like something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) that kind of thing yeah it's that and it's like it's cathartic but it's also like okay like there's nothing worse that could be said there's there's worse things that could be said so like hit like don't don't be so afraid to go places you know i don't know is that making sense i think you're kind of i think you understand i think think, so you you do that and then you realize i could even like there's some like that's as bad as i can go Mm -hmm. or like it could go even worse than what i just said so don't be afraid to 
I guess, explore. yeah. Is that what you mean? I think so. Yeah. Something along those yeah. lines. I think how I brought it up <laughs> in the beginning saying like, <laughs> you ever write like really raunchy shit is a very poor way of explaining. But as we, as we talk through it, it definitely, the process came, became more clear to, to the end, like writing down to see what's the worst that could go. And then being more, co- coming more confident at the end. Like, what did I write? Now, obviously I'm not going to. But, but like, yeah, yeah i think i do i think i I think i get it I, it's also like there's not really any mistakes like if that's something yeah. that you do and if you think it helps then it's like yeah kind of your own boss like you, if you yeah, think for, it helps then it probably does or like probably i don't know for that's real interesting though i don't do any of that but maybe i'll write some i'll write some some slurs later some slurs <laughs> later <laughs> oh man it's, did you it's... um what was that sorry no, no, no. Oh, wait, wait. My fucking... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's happening? Hmm? Never mind. The Sorry. audio just changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking it right now. One second. Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. Did you hear that Um, Drake has a ghostwriter? Yes. Which is strange because... I didn't know ghosts could write. I just thought they went, ooh. <laughs> That's a YouTube comment I saw. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely see like jokes, comments. They say TikTok is TikTok comments is the new YouTube comments. Whoa. Oh, man, I'm still not on TikTok. It's pretty good, man. I, I see some and there are, I will say there's some funny stuff on there, but it's good. It's massive. It's huge, bro. And that's, I think it's like, super sick about it because as you experience through your tiktok life it becomes more and more molded to you and your and you your caterings and stuff like you'll definitely get i don't know some weird probably some comedy or like how to now that i'm on it i get like a bunch of how to grow your music shit it's kind of annoying but it's also like oh if i did want to do it there's all these different options and like i kind of know of them just because through like whack and mole but still i don't know it's also like it's a good platform bro definitely and it's just a jokes platform i know um i know a guy even from niagara a comic who um i mean he's not as far as i know he's not like uh i don't know how long he's been doing it but excuse me he um (laughs) what happens to him is, is that he he kind of blew up on tiktok i think he has like not crazy but like 30k 50k followers or something yeah and his people people doing his jokes like lip syncing his jokes oh okay which is like weird like people like a ton of people like mirror or i don't know what it is but they'll like lip sync yeah they'll lip sync jokes that he's that are his jokes and it's like tons of people have done them like it's really strange that's super niche too like but that's the shit on tiktok like it's everything because like the man is not like as cute but if you get like a shorty to like do it it'll be mad funny yeah and it's, it's just like straight i don't know it's just weird that like it's like just some guy i know and like all over yeah. the world people are doing this guy's joke whoa so put him ask him to put you on then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no I, I barely know him but that's still, to me i was like wow that's still very yeah that's like crazy. wow this pa- platform has like random potential i know it is still kind of hard to blow up but you can it's like, hard but it's like in theory not hard you know um do you remember ian ian um hispanic guy from oh yeah bro he's got like 200k on tiktok now or something. no way like a few months yeah 
That's madness. Yeah, just he started it in like October. Yeah, yeah, it's that type of shit. It's, <laughs> it's like it's just it's just that he's good looking. And just that, right? And he's just going off. He's just going off. Everybody's like, "Holy Whoa. shit, bro!" Yeah. I should definitely hit him up and be like, "Yo, dance to <laughs> yo, win or lose, win <laughs> yeah. or lose." Nah, it's definitely. Nah. A, a song that'll be like hype or some shit. Sure. Yeah, lap. Nah, definitely laps. Laps. Yo, I'm definitely shooting him. He's pretty. Yeah, He's I remember that being yeah. up and like chilling with him. Oh, yeah. I haven't spoken to him in a minute though. So. Nah, message him though. He came to the show too, right? Yeah. I think so. I think I so. Nah, he's super chill. Yeah. Nice guy. He used to dress swaggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Everywhere just he still does. Swag. But yeah. So it's a crazy platform like that. Do you, um, how is the, uh, not to get too deep, but how's the, how, how's the, uh, Spotify, like the numbers, how does that, how does like the numbers on your album doing? Like, how do you feel about numbers wise? We're, we're doing really well. I'll, uh, let's see what, what they're at right now. Is it still going up? Like, yeah, it's not, it's not like crazy. Like, but yeah, came out a few months ago and that's, uh, partly stabilized, partly curious by Paula Leon. To anybody uh listening at home listening out there for a thousand viewers yeah it's a, right now it's at a cool forty eight thousand streams of all time on spotify which is not bad, not bad for me man well, i like, checked it a few weeks ago it was like 30 something that like it is that could that be right or could it just be yeah wrong? honestly yeah it was at like 30 something true which is pretty good i don't know like not that i'm mad about it but definitely like the monthly listens have gone down which is expected because we're not pushing it as much and we're not like pushing it like any money and ads or anything. Cause we had, what we had the budget of was a small budget to, for ads, nothing like crazy, nothing over a thousand dollars, nothing over $500. <laughs> how did that, how did that translate? Like how did you get paid for Spotify listens? Is it like, it's like 0. 0.00 something cents per listen. So like, oh, it's shit. not like, yeah, it's not like, but oh, I'm no. caking. But honestly, if you get like a, a million streams, like that's not bad. No, definitely not. Definitely like cook. I haven't checked recently what it is, but it's probably enough to like, all all of, all of that earning is going to go back into the music. Mini Die Records and yeah. whatever. Yeah. How, Maybe a um, join or two. <laughs> how do you feel about, like, do you feel like you have a plan at all or, or what, or not that you'd need one, but I'm just yeah. curious, how do you like, how do you feel about like your creative direction? I'm really blessed to have the team like Gabe and Whack and Mo to help me with that exact question. So like, Gabe, it's it's really kind of centered around like the, and then you die, the right? Umbrella company, so it's all content under that, and and so at least that's what Gabe's coming from as like, and he's the CEO. So the creative direction would will always stay in my end of like what the music's gonna sound like or like how I'm gonna present myself, I think. But it's always fuck i'm beating around the bush i often do these things with fucking <laughs> questions where do i see the creative direction going i see it continue producing albums i see it steady making like new creative stuff maybe even like shows anything other than you die content wise like poems photography yeah, yeah. um with the help of whack and mo and, and gabe always 
That's sick. I want to make music videos. You want to make, yeah. That's a good way to like kind of give your stuff a boost, right? Yeah. I think that's a huge thing I've been lacking on. Like a huge, huge thing I've been lacking on is music videos. Yeah. I guess it's hard, but you just also not really feel like it. Or like like that, it's hard during this time. This make- time, especially, I think like, fuck, we had like we've had some ideas of, uh, about music videos and like plan it. Like we have two music videos ideas that I can think of right now that we sat down and had meetings about, but just because of COVID, it just cucked us super. So it's just difficult. We had like music videos of in the past, but we weren't just as organized and as serious as it now. It's on some like Brock Anthem tip. I feel like they just grinded with the music videos and stuff and because they were pushing out content it like it's an equation bro like one out of ten of those jokes gotta be good right exactly that's interesting though i think yeah i don't know much about the music business but i feel like it all in some ways boils down to the same thing which is you basically just have to keep going yeah which is like that's life right there that's life (laughs) that's what all people say did he get an Academy Award for that? Yeah. yeah. He did. Shout, yeah. Out to, shout out to Joaquin Phoenix. Shout out to Joaquin. He'll be on soon. Um, yeah. On uh, Is Anybody Out There? Is Anybody Out There? Brought to you uh, part by... Uh, where's the nearest plug? Bob Marley? <laughs> Bob Marley. I guess so. I mean, we would love to get him on, but he passed away a few years ago. Yeah. Um, he did? <laughs> I don't feel as weird doing it with my fam yeah no and you've got a you, i feel like your family's pretty supportive and like understand yeah. i don't know i don't want i guess i don't know no 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 know. you you got it like they're they're beautiful beautiful people who support and yeah uh, like they're positive not like, they have their moments like my dad definitely has his moments but it's nothing more than love and like yeah you know, what they want Absolutely. what they want for me is just happiness and to be happy and financial security as well. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a big one, though, too. A major key. Major key. All right. That's, well, Paul Leon's family loves him. Yep. Um, I got I to gotta cook a key soon. Are you cool to wrap this thing up? Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and being the second guest of thanks Is Anybody me. Out There? Yeah. Any final, anything you want to plug or anything like that? No. Uh thanks for having me and <laughs> i'll see you guys later yeah. it was a good time fuck yeah uh yeah yeah man yeah man that's well everybody can go all of our thousands of listeners can go listen to paula leon on spotify his new album partly stabilized partly uh, curious and i gotta say i love this album and that's not because i like paulo it's just overall oh a quality piece of music it's true i actually i listen to it all the time anytime one of your songs comes up in my in my rotation i know i gotta listen to it bro i love it right on i love it cheers bro i'll love cheers i'll love thanks for coming in and or tuning in virtually yes and we'll see you next week on is anybody out there is anybody